Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Live Love Memphis Group at the Real Estate Agency is here for you. If you're thinking about listing your home, getting in a new one, well, you got to sell the one you're in. And there is nobody I would trust more than the boss. The, the boss. At Live Love Memphis Group, Jennifer Carson and her team. They're the best. They're going to help you get the most money for your home, get you multiple offers for your home, cash offers maybe even, the best in town. Reach out, so to livelovememphis.com. It's going to be two things. It's going to be quick. It's going to be simple. I thought the home selling process would be a very complicated one. I made assumptions. I assumed it would take me thousands to get my home in a place where I could put it on the market. Then I called Jennifer Carstensen, and she said, you were a fool. Uh, in this case, I'm glad she corrected me. 901-625-5200. I didn't have to put thousands into my home. Um, in fact, it was less than a thousand. She got it on the market. She got it sold in six days. Now, that was a home I thought I'd never be able to sell. You, odds are, in a much better position. You're going to make a lot more, and she's going to get you top dollar. I promise you that. 901-625-5200. Everyone we've sent over, including our man James McKenzie, last success story told you about said nothing but uh nothing but good things to say about jennifer carson and carstensen and her all-star team again that number 625-5200 it's the live love memphis and live love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency every day around this time we do the rundown leg up it's the rundown with the biggest stories of the day from jason and john on 92.9 fm espn first story hey congratulations are in order for our friend Jeffrey Wright, uh, as they have, he and his lovely wife, Aaliyah, have welcomed officially, I mean, as we were talking about it, uh, Jeffrey posted on Twitter that Josephine Sadie Wright was born 7 pounds, 5 and a half ounces, 19 inches long. Mom looks good. Baby looks good. Jeffrey has that perfectly coiffed hair, as you talked about earlier. So uh, congratulations are certainly in order. It is nice to have a little bit more... Uh, girl dad representation on this godforsaken station. We need more of it. So, congratulations to Jeffrey Wright. What a responsibility it is, not only to be a, a father, right, but to be the father of a girl, a baby girl. So, uh, do it up right, Jeffrey. Know you will. Uh, but yeah, it is. It is. It is no turning back. Uh, and man, he picked a tough time knowing him. College football coming. Back. Yeah, he yeah. picked a tough time, yeah, man. Did. Uh, you know, because that baby is uh, going to be up every hour on the hour, you know, once uh, once it gets to about, what, 7 o'clock? I mean, that's what I remember. I guess I'm going to have to go through it again here, but that baby got to eat. Dude's a grinder, though. 
Jeffrey's not a finesse guy. Yeah, it's been funny. Jeffrey gets it out the mud. It's been funny to see, sort of hear him talk about his plan. Oh, I'm only going to be gone a week. I, 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 brother, I would highly recommend you not take that path. Well, don't recommend that he take as long as you did. Maybe somewhere in the middle. Yeah, because, hey, your wife is going to need the help no matter what she says. I mean, mm-hmm. she's just, unless you have a you know mother-in-law stand there like we did, uh, she's going to need the you know all of you that she can get because I don't know obviously what her plan is in terms of you know are you breastfeeding or are you doing it naturally but I saw how much of a of physical and mental toll that took you know I mean it's just real talk you know uh, it was it was hard it was it, Sam struggled you know and that's probably something that we don't talk about enough is is moms in that first you know one two three month phase you know it's not the the Disney movie that sometimes they, you know, they would have you believe it's just, it's hard and it's, and it's exhausting and it's stressful and it's depressing and it's uh, unforgiving. Honestly, it's beautiful and it's a blessing, but it's, it's, it's incredibly trying too, you know? Um, and I won't forget that. I won't forget, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the difficulty of it. Um, and it gets easier. That's the, that's the good news. It mm-hmm. does get easier, but that is, it's in the, tr- you're, you're in the trenches right now is what I say. Uh, my wife still says she raised Chris on her own. Yeah. And we're a two-parent house. She was, she was in the trenches. The first two years when I was <laughs> on the beach. Yeah. You were not in the trenches. You were, According to Faith, you were not in the trenches. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Sam would say the same thing about me. So uh, we, are in the, uh, we are in the same boat there. You know, and that's what you want to like ideally avoid. And that's why I'm saying like learn from our mistakes here. And you're, in your case, it wasn't a mistake. You were like working. You know, you were doing mm-hmm. your uh, – but you were, you were on the road at Fort Worth. You were at the bar, you know, when you should have been at the house. I definitely wasn't at the bar, fool. You should have been at the house. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. But, like, you you know. I was on the job. I, and I do regret not taking more time off. Right. It's when a, he was born. Learn from our mistakes. for me because I was one and done, and I knew that then. Yeah, work's always going to be here. You know, eventually there will be a time where you want to work and you want to, you know. That damn Michael Cohen was a threat, though. Oh, he was. You had to stave him off. That's just why I couldn't be away. Jeffrey doesn't have a threat. No. He can take more than a week. Nobody's taking, nobody can grind like him. Nobody can do every show. Yeah. Nobody can be leaned on in the way he has. Nobody can be as dependable. Exactly. Right. He doesn't have to stave off anybody like I felt like I had to. Exactly. So he should relax and enjoy enjoy this. Yeah. Work is going to be here. And, um, I'm just curious to see how he balances the the you know especially again it's like this is you, the first college like football they're, they're, weekend. You act like their failure is not an option. What do you mean you're just curious to see how it's he hard. handles it? He's gonna it's hard. He's gonna be fine, dude's a warrior. No, no, he'll be fine. It's just it's a, it's not gonna be I'm, like I'm interested he, to see how he fares. He's used to the you know the three screen experience there. However many TVs oh, that's he has, continue and, to happen. I think Drew Hill's right. That baby's gonna be in there in front of them screens. Yeah, yeah. So they're gonna be talking about lines, and I heard Jeffrey talking about it. they're gonna be doing their math. Yeah, their mathematics on based on lines and how many more points he needs to hit the over. Yeah, I mean his his days will be a lot easier than his nights in terms of the football slate, you know, because the baby will sleep just all day long. It's just when that night comes and you got to wake the baby up to feed mm-hmm. and then he wake he takes shifts and stuff like that. I mean that's the that's another cup of coffee, man. That's the hard part. Now with the Pac-12 going away, you don't even have any college football. To, I guess your list is your last year, so yeah. he'll, he actually yeah, lucked out. I will not have that luxury when uh, when Junior comes along. So young Michael. Yeah, we haven't we haven't decided on oh, a name okay. officially. Sorry, I picked the name. Michael okay. Jordan, Jeffrey Michael Jeffrey Jordan Martin. Michael Miller Martin. Oh yeah, Michael Miller. Yes, yes, yes. No, 
uh, that is still TBD. We have a leader in the clubhouse, no question about that. But as per team policy, that will have to stay in house uh, until. Oh shoot! Yes, that will. That's per. That's again. If that's, I guess it before, can I be told? Or I mean, on publicly? No, absolutely okay, not. All I mean, right. uh, so you know, if, if I hit on it, you again per team policy. Uh, I, I understand. Terms of the deal not disclosed. She's president and CEO, not yeah. you. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, but no, it's a it's a beautiful thing. Uh, welcome to the world, Josephine Sadie Wright. Uh, and uh, best of luck to the rights. It's going to be an adventure. Next story. Some of you have heard this list before because Jeff has the inside scoop. Is he a, he's a voter, right? Like a voter in, in the election? The, no, 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 no. No, the Memphis Sports Hall of Fame. I don't know if he's a voter or not. I think uh, he is. I like, gotta, isn't he? Part, he's part of, like, it's him, Jarvis, I thought. He's part of that honestly panel know. of guys. I've never uh, asked him. Uh, he had the list uh, a couple of days ago, but a list that became public. Uh, former Grizzlies coach Hubie Brown, um, Big Jack, legendary play-by-play announcer, Jack Eaton, uh, obviously the voice of uh, Channel 5 and voice of Tigers for so long, and Elma Roan, uh, who the CA writes the backbone. She was University of Memphis women's athletics. She was an architect of University of Memphis Women's Athletics, headlined the 2023 class of Memphis Sports Hall of Fame inductees. They will go in with a group that includes Memphis pitcher and former Redbirds general manager Ali Prescott III, Olympic gold medalist Sheila Eccles-Gross, women's basketball All-American Tamika Whitmore, a longtime WNBA player too, Memphis men's soccer coach Richard Mulrooney, as well as high school and prep coaches Marion Brewer. Uh, he was Northside, Phil Clark, uh, Skyview and Germantown baseball uh, been the uh, shoot feels like forever now at Bartlett. Uh, so many many years in the game, and then Sharon Watts and Brad Chris volleyball, and of course the now past uh, Sylvester Ford senior former head coach at Fairley basketball, who Wolo was pointing out. One thing you can say is he, uh, God rest his soul. Now he knew of his induction, knew of his selection before he just recently passed away, um, and so certainly a, uh, a a deserving honor. Not just for Coach Ford, but for all of these inductees. Love this list. And I suspect that you're going to be able to go another couple of decades mm-hmm. in terms of all the names that you you still don't have in there. Um, but a good group of uh, inductees this year. And that 11-person group is going to be formally inducted uh, during a ceremony in October down at AutoZone. Uh, we've got names such as Keith Lee. And I think Penny Penny's in already. Uh, there are some. Uh, there, there were some obvious ones they had to get in there. EP is Elliot Perry's in there. Larry Finch, of course. I remember his wife being down there and talking about how much that meant to her. So again, a congratulations uh, to the eleven-person group that'll be formally inducted in October. Yeah, in terms of, uh, you know, I, I, I would love to, um, you know, get on this panel, man. I gotta. Get, I want to. I want to vote. Uh, and and you know who my uh, my inaugural vote go for? I don't even. I don't even think I need to to say it. But, you know, it would be nice to – is there anybody that you feel like needs to get in that has not been in yet? I know that's like a loaded-ass question, so well, I hate for, to put you on the spot. First, who's your your votes for? It's going to be mm-hmm. – who's that? Oh, I don't I, – I don't, I don't, I'm white. I don't tell people who I vote for. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> that is that – is, ask a white person they vote for, though. They won't tell you. Um, very well done. Very good joke. Um, is Terry Tippett in yet? I don't think he's in. I do not believe he is in. I think that's actually a good... It don't have to be because of the, you know, all the levels with which he did it. State titles at Tresvent, White Station, ECS, 
one of the goats. Yes, I'm with that. Uh, truly, of high school basketball coaching, certainly. Yeah, like uh, uh, he's got to be in there. Of course, I thought preps first, but no, I mean, actually, I appreciate you representing that that uh, arena because I I don't know I mean, that there are a lot of people who probably do on that panel. I mean, it, Jeff's not Jeff's not more than likely like bringing up pan, you know prep people. You know, at some point, Pal will go in. Okay, right, he has to. He's in the Naismith. Kelso went in last year, actually. Buster at, from the prep ranks. Yeah. OG. Yeah. High school baseball coaching course. Now yeah. at Lausanne. Yep. Yeah, he's, he's co-coach at Lausanne. Long time I, Tip, Tippett is a coach. great suggestion. I think I know who Jeff or I, who who John would vote for. And is it Jeff Jonathan Ch- Lowe or Austin Nichols? Which one is it? Uh, for I, I for John's pick, yeah. I think he's it's Jeff Calkins. He wants Jeff Calkins in. Oh, Jeff can't go in. He's ineligible. Why he's not? a voter. Well, he's a vo- yeah. He's a- he's the OG of the uh, column biz. Someday right? he will go in. He will sure. They'll no put him in. He'll have like vote on himself. But Jarvis and those he has to be there. Got to be. Is Jarvis in? I don't think I don't. I don't. Jarvis should no. be in. He, well, Same he's thing on the him. panel yeah. again. He's on the panel. Half of those panelists should be in. Yeah, but you well, do. I mean, it, you got Big Jack going in. You're going to have yeah. media members. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, there's. I'm no assuming Lapidus is already in. I think Lapidus is in. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, no, I. Uh, yeah, there'll that be that a media sense. wing. You know, a yeah. little smaller room for the media folks, and I have Jeff and Lapidus in there. Is Lionel yeah. in? Big Jack. Lionel will go in at some point. Ron Tillery being that thing. Ron. Lionel Hollins. You're putting Ron in the Hall of Fame. This I got the nod from Brad there. Ron Tillery going to be well. We have to have some diversity in your hall. We have okay. we have Lapidus. You had Big Jack. So if you just worked you in had, Memphis for and you, a year you going had, in, you had okay. Jeff. You had Jeff, right? So we are we going to have any diversity on it, or is this just going to be one of your rooms? Is this going to be like no, your man I, cave? I, uh, no, I just I just didn't know what the criteria I'm was. Just, but in terms of greatest heights, right? That we Marlon Morgan, I think we have to put in there uh, just based on you know your criteria, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, if, it, did you work in Memphis for five years? Okay, I'm just saying we have to have some diversity on the wall. No, I, Ron, I think there's going to be plenty of diversity. Just, Michael Eves, who is now with yeah, the he, Sports he worked Center here for six days. To, Michael Eves was here longer How than long six days. How long was Eves here on, on 56? I want to say, yeah, I wanna say Michael Eves did like two years in Memphis. It might have just been one. He was a rising star that was always on his way and yeah. is now, you know, anchoring sports. And really, the he's like the lead guy on their UFC coverage. Yeah. Become the lead guy except for that role. He's done a lot of golf for them recently, too. He does, does some golf, though. But I would on the majors, isn't Van mm-hmm. Pelt still the lead yeah, guy? Yeah, Van Pelt's their lead guy. He's but, their but, anchor But Eves usually. gets a lot mm-hmm. of that work, too. He's doing a lot he of their gets a lot of that work, too. Does a ton of their UFC He's in a great position now. So Eve's probably going what there. What about but your he, dad? But again, short stint. How well, long we're, was Again, we're talking about He did sport. Him, I mean, he, I guess technically. He's right there. But, but he but was again, headed there was until more, the door. His career more known for news. the investigative journalism and news. I his would say the set, was more known, more for, known the for the second door. Half. We did come here for sports though. Yeah. Right. This here in terms of the A's and working for Well, it's a, it's a it, you know, and again, that's for the panelists to to decide, you Yeah, know. I don't know any I don't know about less. I don't know about less. I'll, I'll go over this with him in October and just sort of see uh you know how he identifies. He may not want to be in the Memphis Sports Hall of Fame. He may not fancy himself as that. Mm-hmm. You know. Bet, you're right. He's di- really distanced himself yeah. in terms of like, from Le- sports coverage Les Smith's and sports media. Sports uh, you know, opining is now reduced to he uh, he gets on Facebook and will complain about like yeah. preseason football. And this is selections every week we used to do when we first Les started was the a show. Legend. And yeah. he, I mean, he got, he got a little he, too. And the man thought it was too much work yeah. to make picks, but he that's did. how that's how retired he is. He doesn't even want okay. the, the responsibility of making I respect three that. picks. Three I, I do. I, I mean, do. We I even do. shortened it. We went from yeah. like five we to three. Like, down. We gave you th- we'll give you three this week. Is that okay? No, no. Well, a lot of people feel it's because he feels then a responsibility yeah. to really study and get the names wrong. I understand. As we as we uh, used to have poke a little fun with him, but you'll see him come October. 
He's gonna make a stop in uh, gonna make a stop in Memphis before we go up. Oh, is he? Mm-hmm. Can we get him in? Probably. Okay, great. He said so on Facebook. He yeah. Word about uh, lowering our already awful ratings. Right, 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 right. No, it's true. Uh, but uh, it, he, I, I do know he loves the uh, in studio appearances. Like yeah, that. he sees you as 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 another son. As right, you know, right next to Tiger. That's exactly right. And, and then I, his other two sons, real sons, down the. Down the list down there. No, I, I appreciate that. You know, bring look, I I ran into uh I ran into JJ at the uh, at the gas station randomly like two weeks ago. Jarvis's son, who's you know helped sort of put this together. I told him like, yo, you know, they really want to get you involved. Uh, they really want to get you involved in like the selection. I said, look, Jason needs no, no, things to do. So let me, if let we me could tell you get him, guy, if we could get him involved, no, that'd be great. It, in terms of preps, if you want to go get Mark Healy. Uh, who correctly points out of Millington, has seen it all, not just in Millington, but all through the years um, of high school sports. He points out Joe Branch Bolton, Reginald Mosby, uh, the former head coach, longtime head coach of some great ones yeah. over at East High. He correctly points out other guys who should be on that that list to go in. At yeah, some I mean, point. look, I mean, uh, other very accomplished. Joe coaches. Jackson is a Memphis Sports Hall of Famer. Joe Jackson? Yes, bro. For his high school stuff, his high school career, Aiden went to the University of Memphis, top 10 in so many categories. Joe Jackson is a. Joe Memphis- Jackson is the second. Leading all-time scorer in Shelby Metro. He's history. a Memphis Sports Hall of Famer. Absolutely no question about it. If Bobby Bingo Smith ain't in, he's got to be because he's the one. That's yeah, I mean, Bingo and his Smith. numbers retired. Yeah, with I mean, the pass, no question. So you know, I don't. I'm assuming he's probably already in too. He's one of the OGs. But yeah. to, to your point, Joe, high school level. Yes. Only Bingo scored more. I mean, in this area, no doubt. I mean, he won state championships. He, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he won a won a conference USA Play of the Year. His junior year. If he's not a Memphis Sports Hall of Famer, honestly, like they go undefeated in CUSA that year, yeah, the final year yeah, going out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just don't know how he's not. I know, like the in you know recent stuff, whatever. But we're talking about athletic achievements, right? Joe's on the list. Joe's a Hall of Famer in this in this place. He was a five star recruit. He's McDonald's All American. He was a great tiger. He was a freaking. He was unstoppable at the college level. I mean, at the high school level, I should say. I mean, he's got to be in there. So that honestly would be a vote for me. I would have Joe Jackson in there. I mean, I don't know, like if they're working sort of in order, you know, because there's a lot of. But I think again, only one person in the history of high school basketball in the city of Memphis has had a better career statistically than Joe. You know, so Joe's got to be pretty quick. I know he's young, but. Where you know it is what it is. Like he's as he's as deserving as anybody, in my opinion, um, based on what he achieved. And I think the University of Memphis career goes into it too. He was he was really good. He wasn't. Yeah, you got. But I'm just saying, there's a long line in front of him. I know there is. Yeah, but I'm 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 with you on the high school and college accomplishments. Yeah. So anyway, I appreciate the uh, I appreciate this addition to the Memphis sports scene here. And uh, just uh, one day, want to get you on that panel. I don't know if we can get you in, you know, uh, but but we can at least get you on the panel. No, I will just admire from afar. And uh, uh, again, Coach Clark out at now Barlett. Yep, loved those conversations after ball games with him. Yeah, lot 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 of lot of lot of good people in here. And again, congratulations to this eleven member group. Yeah, we'll come back. Adam Turnoff is going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about the NFL preseason, his thoughts on some quarterback play of the rookies. 
uh, Titans, Malik Willis, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, I turn to FM. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink Think what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Now, back to the Jason and John Show, live from the Topps Barbecue Studios on Memphis's Sports Station, 92.9 FM ESPN. Hi, we're back. Jason and John, 92.9 FM ESPN. And as promised, he is Adam Chernoff of Right Angle Sports. Let me tell you a little bit of what Right Angle Sports is doing in this preseason. 16-7 and seven on sides and totals in the NFL preseason. We told you, we get, don't, don't say that we didn't give people in Memphis the game on Raz because we did. We told you about their work and what they do way before games actually started. So don't say we didn't try. Adam Turnoff is here now. What's going on, man? Hey, going well. Football season is underway as we get into week three here, but it's been a very good two weeks, as you mentioned, and many more to come, hopefully, for us getting into the regular season very soon here. You know, really quickly, uh, before uh, before we get into, I want to I assess uh, how we feel about our futures that we've put in and some other things, but, you know, and I, and I know you get this. I know you get this a lot, and I, I know you see it on social media. People maybe casually say, how do you bet on, on, on preseason NFL? Like, that that just seems like the the craziest thing to bet on ever it's like pure degeneracy and yet here you are 16 and 7 you guys just had another release yesterday um if you do this seriously is this not one of the as we're seeing play out best times to actually win in nfl betting of course it is and people don't tend to want to put in the work to understand the info and try get an understanding of what's happening and that's what leads to a lot of those comments that sort of dismiss it as a good opportunity but I mean we've got a a great team full of guys who are working nonstop to pull in all the information possible and we're really just trying to stay ahead of everything that's happening within the market and get to the best number possible before all of the news comes out and we've done a great job of that so far and I mean it's you, you don't have to have a team to do it you can do it by yourself with the teams that you know best and get a much better chance of winning on some of these games in the preseason than you're going to have 
as the regular season comes around. So it's a great opportunity, and our success continues to show that. I want to give people an example of, of, of what you're talking about here. So <clears throat> prime example, I hope you don't mind me doing this, Adam, but prime example For sure. uh, of, of the edge that you guys have uh, last weekend. I, don't, I, I think it was a planned release. I don't think it was an unplanned release, but you guys gave out the over in the Titans-Minnesota game. I think it was 36 and a half. And three minutes later, the Titans, uh, I don't know if they announced, but the news broke that Will Levis, who is struggling and who has not looked good in the preseason and is a rookie, would not be playing. Was that was that simply a, a situation like, hey, we have the sense and an indication that Will Levis is not going to play, therefore we think more points will be scored with Malik Willis going the full game? Is that sort of the information that you're talking about there? That was exactly it. So we, earlier in the week, that was a Saturday morning bet that we gave out. Um, But earlier in the week, we had sort of news and info where we were anticipating that Willis was going to get the duration of the game. And it was actually interesting because there was, in week one, a back and forth where I was actually very anti-Willis. And then another person within the group had a very strong opinion on him. And it's something we're seeing sort of league-wide with these guys coming into their second or third year within the system having some success this preseason. And so uh, I, I very much got overruled on that within yep. the group. And we, we saw the, the week one, he had a good performance. And then last week against Minnesota, there was a very good performance too. So, again, we, we kind of knew when that news was going to come out on Levis. And we had a very good understanding of what we thought would happen, where Willis was going to get the full game and he did and that game ultimately ended up going over as he had another good game as well so perfect example of how yep. preseason betting can lead you to find an edge absolutely we're talking to adam Chernoff of there right is. angle sports here on the show uh again if you want to be you know i I'm, I'm a person who believes that information is invaluable and even if you don't uh you know bet a ton or you know, if you're in this business at all, I think the information that that Right Angle Sports provides is uh, is worth your worth your time and, and uh, investment, no doubt about that. I want to um, before we get into the sort of look aheads here, I want to get your vibes about the season long futures that Right Angle has put out, and I, I want you to tell me if you feel better or worse or neutral about each of them. So let's start with the most recent because we saw him last night, Sam Howell in the 1990s Cal. Cowboys there apparently. Uh, Washington, Washington Commanders under six and a half. Do we feel better or worse about uh, when that was given out? I think we feel the exact same. We liked the under a lot uh, a couple of weeks ago. We still like the under a lot. I think I've probably never seen more overreaction just in the sense of like social comments the day after a preseason game as I have to the Commanders win last night. But I would also say that I've probably never seen a team celebrate winning a preseason game like we saw last night with Washington. They were doing a victory lap halfway around the field, high-fiving fans. Um, So there's kind of this sense of optimism around the team with the new ownership that was showcased on ESPN. I don't think it was necessarily an accident that it was such a sort of exuberant atmosphere to sort of plant that flag that things are going to be different now uh, with the new ownership. Uh, But I I don't want to read too much into that from a betting perspective because it was still Sam Howell versus mostly twos Mm -hmm. and threes for the Ravens on defense 
and it was Josh Johnson at age 37 going against the Washington Commanders defense. And that game very well could have been 14-3 to late yep. in the second quarter if not for that fluky tip. And when you look at the box score postgame, that was still 6.8 yards per play for the Ravens on the game as a whole where they had Anthony Brown in the second half contributing too. So mm. hey, I, I'm not changing my tone there on the commanders whatsoever based on last night. Uh, I don't think we've really seen anything one way or the other as, as is so often the case with Bill Belichick. Uh, but the uh, the Raiders, as they like to do, uh, don't ever lose in the preseason. That was given out under six and a half as well. Still no Josh Jacobs. So do we still feel about the same in terms of what the Raiders will or won't do this upcoming season? Absolutely. So comfortable on that under. Like you mentioned, it's kind of become a new thing for the Ravens where they're turning or the, the Raiders where they're turning into sort of a mini version of the Ravens um, where they just want to win. McDaniel wants to have sort of everything go his way in the preseason. We saw Aiden O'Connell kind of break out here and have a couple of good games. Uh, but again, you look at kind of who they played. If there's a team that cares arguably less than any other team in the entire league for the preseason, it's the LA Rams. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, it, you're kind of, we're kind of getting hyped up here off a win again, where, who are they playing? And the answer is nobody. So once the regular season comes around, uh, it's going to be a lot of struggles and tough times for the Raiders with the, the way that that offense is trending. And then last question on the futures before we move to the look-aheads here. Um, over 8.5 for Atlanta. Uh, you know, it's funny to sort of juxtapose Mariota's performance last week uh, in that standalone game and how bad he looked. Um, is Is that something that you watch, even though Ritter wasn't great, he did make a couple of throws. Is that is that Mariota performance something you watch and say, yep, this is exactly why we liked the Falcons over win total? Like how much of that went into, you know, that release? Not a lot of the Mariota stuff. Um, when it comes to Ritter, I think we're maybe a little more pessimistic based on what we've seen in the preseason. That week one game was a little bit disappointing. Week two sort of similar there were signs of uh, bright spots there but when we were looking at this specifically for the Falcons over eight and a half wins we were hoping that um, Ritter could get sort of in that 18 to 20 ranking for quarterbacks by the end of the season we thought if he got there that over eight and a half wins was very very good kind of internal discussions maybe tapering off just a little bit from that expectation we still think that it's good at eight and a half wins going over, uh, but really would have been a lot more comfortable if we've seen uh, something a little better from Ritter this preseason. I, I think it's been a little bit concerning so far. Adam, has, has what we've seen from Jordan Love in terms of you know plugging him in for Aaron Rodgers? It really feels like the you know this team is rallying around him. Um, these positive reports, what you've seen, has it changed at all what you think about their chances of winning the division? I think they're still behind Detroit and Minnesota. Yeah, they still are for sure. I, I sort of struggle to see what the sort of direction of this team is because still as we go through this preseason, I, I mean, there's conflicting reports. You're hearing offensive linemen saying that it's a rebuilding year. You're hearing LaFleur saying, that it's going to be a year where love fits in and there's not going to be any drop-off. Mm-hmm. To me, it, it, it's a season after Rodgers departs. It's such an extreme regime change that it, is Jordan Love doing something against the Bengals and then some of the Patriots' backups enough to really get you excited? For me, I, I'm not sort of running to switch there. I'm still 
I'm a lot, a lot, a lot more down on the Packers than I am thinking that this could be a year where it's just sort of a, a seamless change of quarterback. I think it's just a, such a huge departure. Yeah. How about the Jets and, and their offensive line concerns? And, and obviously, since the last time we talked, they've added Dalvin Cook. How much, if at all, did that move the needle for them? How much are you watching that offensive line? This has been kind of a tricky team to watch. So the one thing that really stood out to me in the first three games, because they had the Hall of Fame game, was how much they were trying to figure out what they were going to do with running backs. They had five guys on the roster. They were sort of switching them in and out especially later into the second half. That was really the big question because it's sort of clear at this point that Zach Wilson's going to be the number two. But like you mentioned, the offensive line has been erratic at best. Mekhi Becton's sort of this piece that might hold things together, but his knees can't hold up for more than a quarter with all that weight that he has going on in the upper body above him. So that's certainly a concern. If there's a quarterback that can negate some of those issues, manage the line of scrimmage really well pre-snap but then also get the ball out very quickly it's absolutely Aaron Rodgers so I think if you have sort of 25 other quarterbacks of the 32 starters in this position that Rodgers is in you're probably expecting much worse from this offensive performance but if there's a guy that can make it he's one of the few in the league that can sort of make this work as those O-line concerns happen so uh, I think the Jets offense will be just fine in terms of the O-line in front of Rodgers. We're talking to Adam Chernoff from Right Angle Sports. Follow him on Twitter, at Adam Chernoff. Uh, three preseason releases, three uh, three weeks of preseason releases, I should say, three releases of the Indianapolis Colts. Why does Right Angle Sports love the Indianapolis Colts so much in the preseason? Well, mostly the quarterback stuff that they have going on on the offense. We didn't see Richardson last week, but then we got sort of an extended dose of Minshew. So that was a, a sort of an interesting situation where they came back from it. But also uh, on the third string level, Sam Ellinger in the regular season last year when he got the couple starts under the uh, whole coaching jumble and mismatch that they had going on uh, as a bit of a sideshow there. Um, All of sort of the regular season game quotes were that they wanted to run Ellinger a lot more and get him using his legs and being mobile. And he he never had any chance to run. There was nothing designed for him. There was no game plans to get him involved. Now with Shane Steichen, he's obviously a mobile-friendly head coach and and play caller, as you saw what he did with Hertz and how he's building this offense around Richardson a much better fit for Sam Ellinger, and we've seen him so far in the preseason get to use his legs, looks a lot more comfortable. And then last week against Chicago, he has that late drive where he gets down the field uh, not once but twice, and it's just a completely different sort of mentality around how this offense is being run. So uh, that's exactly why the Colts have been on our radar, and they are again this week as well, where we're probably going to see some more time for Richardson. So three really good quarterbacks, a really good offense, and a really good play-calling scheme all the way around that works really well in the preseason. Yeah, I loved so much your breakdown of, of Justin Fields last time we got a chance to talk to you and sort of, uh, of your eye on him and what he's got to do. Uh, I'm curious about your, your view of another young QB, Kenny Pickett, who's actually you know a guy that got 12 starts last year, what, 7-5 and five in those 12, 7 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Just your view, we've got a buddy, Calvin Austin, from the University of Memphis, friend of the show, that's you know on that team going into the year. We've seen some preseason work with him. Just what do you think Kenny Pickett can be, your confidence level in him? I'm pretty indifferent on Pickett. Okay. Um, we've seen him throw 11 passes this entire preseason, so I don't 
I don't know where this sort of extra excitement is coming from the last couple of weeks. I think we're just seeing the Steelers score a lot of points as they always do in the preseason. They're finally, for the first time in a couple of years, <laughs> showing that they can score a touchdown from more than 20 yards out. <laughs> they were one of two teams last year that didn't have a touchdown of 30 yards or more, and they've had some long ones already. But uh, again, when you have a preseason roster of Mason Rudolph and Mitch Trubisky behind Kenny Pickett, you're always going to look really, really good. So I'm indifferent on Pickett. Uh, I know internally we have guys on our team that really, really like him and the upside. Uh, but for me, I, I just I don't have a strong opinion one way or the other. And I think this division, if you're not going to have sort of a clear and decisive opinion, it's tough to find mm-hmm. much value with three very good teams in front. Between the uh, rookie QBs that we have seen, uh, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson, uh, C.J. Stroud, um, is there any of these young ones that you feel particularly convicted about? You know, this season. I know you. I know you guys put you released the under on C.J. Stroud uh, touchdown. So I assume that is some conviction. And honestly, Adam, it feels like he's validated that release with the way he's played so far. Maybe that's more of a Texans thing, but you have to feel good about that under on C.J. Stroud from what we've seen. Okay, I'll give you comments on these top rookies, and then we're going to go way out into left field with another rookie nobody's talking about. Does that work? Absolutely. Yes. All right. So the Stroud under, we sent it out because of a couple of reasons. First, we thought there was going to be a QB battle with Mills behind him, which could lead to Stroud potentially not getting all of the starts all season long. That was one factor. And then number two was that it's a new offensive system coming in. We didn't necessarily know how to grade that um, with, with sort of a San Francisco offense coming in. And so far through two weeks, what we've seen from Stroud he, he just looks uncomfortable in the pocket. He's having some difficulty getting his feet set. Looks very much like a rookie. Bobby Slowick's offense, he doesn't look very comfortable as a play caller either. He's mismanaged timeouts in key situations. So I think nothing but confirmation for us on that Stroud passing yards under for the season. Bryce Young, he, he's been in a bit of a tricky situation because what people should really know about the Panthers is there's a play caller divide. They've been dividing it between Frank Reich and Thomas Brown in the first half and second half. So Young has got the play calling from Frank Reich, which is a lot more conservative and a lot tighter. And we've seen the Panthers open up in the second half. Not a coincidence from that. But also I would say maybe give Young a bit of a pass. He's had to face the Jets and Giants starting defensive lines. And you also have Wink Martindale for the Giants, who's just a super aggressive defensive coach. And then you have Robert Salah, who's one of the best defensive motivators in the entire league. It's been really tough for Carolina and Bryce Young in terms of what he's faced. So I'm giving him a little bit of a pass. And then Richardson quickly, uh, I think from what we saw in that first appearance, had that just brutal interception, but got really comfortable as the game went on. So I think he's going to be just fine. So of the three, I would say Stroud's look the worst. I think Young's had it most difficult, and then we'll see what we get from Richardson. But I think he's trending well based on what we saw post pick. And then you you promised a, a, an out of left the field, left field. Uh, you know sleeper yeah. here. All right, so the Jacksonville Jaguars third string quarterback Nathan Rourke is a name very few people will know. Uh, I know him well, being Canadian. He was up here in the CFL, and despite being injured and missing a chunk of games. 
went on to have arguably the most prolific CFL passing season Ooh. since Doug Flutie 30 years ago. And so there was a ton of hype about a Canadian quarterback making it to the NFL. He had the opportunity to go to Arizona, but he elected to take the third-string job behind Lawrence wow. Bethard in Jacksonville to work with Doug Peterson. Wow. We have seen him so far through two weeks lead touchdown drives on every opportunity except two, and those two drives ended in a fumble and then an end-of-game kneel-down situation. And so he has looked extremely proficient as a third-string quarterback. Probably won't be seeing him start anytime soon because of where he is, but when we think about years to come, uh, not only could he emerge as arguably the best backup quarterback in the NFL, but I think he has starting potential. And so... He's a guy way down there on the depth chart that is someone that you kind of need to keep your your ears about for that name to sort of start popping up in the next seasons to come because he can definitely play. The arm strength is real, and the mobility is really something to take note of. So Nathan Rourke in Jacksonville, a uh, guy to watch out for in the future. And uh, this will come as no surprise. Wow. Jacksonville minus six was a release yesterday mm-hmm. from right angle. And uh, that, that certainly that, that makes all the sense in the world. Hey, Adam, for our listeners here in Memphis who, who, who maybe want to get a taste of sort of what you guys are about, is there, is there a plan to do a release show this weekend? I'm trying to pressure you, but is there a plan uh, to do that so people can, can see sort of what it's all about? Yes, we'll be doing one Saturday. 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. I, I would get mixed up with the time zones being north of the border here, kind of all twisted up, uh, but we'll have a free release show. Uh, we're going to be doing these every Saturday and Sunday going forward, so you can hop on YouTube. You can watch the show happen in real time. You can bet along with uh, the professionals, and you'll beat the line 99 out of 100 of these shows. There's some pretty significant market movement and influence, so you can see how how the service works, you can get in a really good bet, and then you can watch the game with us a little bit later on after the show's over. So we'll have another one of those this Saturday on the RAS YouTube at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. If you're tired of being on the wrong side of the number, uh, YouTube, 10 o'clock Memphis time, uh, I can promise you that that, uh, that will not happen. So if you want to get a taste of, of what it's like to be on the right side of the number, uh, absolutely follow Adam Turnoff on Twitter and uh, and follow the link there to YouTube on Saturday. Adam, man, great stuff as always. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Thanks very much, guys. We're just 10 days away from real football, so we're getting close. Absolutely, man. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Yep, he is Adam Chernoff from Right Angle Sports. Yeah, that thing lights up like a Christmas tree when uh, when they when they release that bet. It's it's so basically what they do in these YouTube shows is they um, and again anybody out there that's interested in it, in it will love it. Um, they tell you to set up a game. So let's just say the game is uh, you know Titans Vikings. Set up Titans Vikings. Titans minus two. They say set it up. Put it in your bet slip. Put whatever you want to bet in there. Hold it, and they'll say Titans. Vikings, Titans minus two is a cancel. That means you do not bet Titans minus two. They have to do this to, so that the sports books don't move too quickly, right? Because if they say a setup and they, don't, they always bet that setup, they can just move before they say go. Mm-hmm. So then they'll do that maybe two or three times, and they'll finally get to a bet, and they'll say Jacksonville minus seven and a half is a go. And, that's, and it's fun. It's like a, it's like a thrill, man. That's what they do. 
Sounds very exciting. It's like a cat and mouse game, man. Yeah. It's like a, so. Uh, no, Adam's great. The team over there is great. All super nice guys. If you're if you're serious about you know getting into the sports betting space and you're trying to you know win a little bread on the side, man. Super super nice guys. So and great at what they do. Sixteen to seven in the preseason sort of says it all. So appreciate Adam uh, for his time as always. We'll come back, Jason and John, ninety three FM, ESPN, WMFS FM, and HD One Bartlett, WMFS Memphis, celebrating a legacy of sports as the flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers talk. Always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers. Say play ninety two nine ESPN. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.